You are now in tune to the Keys to the City podcast. And ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another edition of Keys to the City. I'm your host, Trevor Keys, alongside Ted, behind all the blurriness. Unbelievable. You gotta love this. It was just perfect. It was literally ideal. And now all of a sudden, it's like, I, I don't understand this shit. I don't understand it. But we are Keys to the City. You can check us out on all social media platforms at Keys to the City. So like, subscribe, follow, or comment. Ted. 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 It's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. I know people are upset still because the New York Giants now have a three-game winning streak. A wild night of Monday Night Football, if you really think about it. I know the Giants won, but also, does anybody want to win the AFC? We're going to talk about that in a little while. A five-game win streak. Does anybody want to win the AFC? I know that there was big news last week in the MLB, but that's for a different time when we will get Dejos McGuire to discuss the deals of Juan Soto to the New York Yankees and Shohei Otani's $700 million contract. Wow. But still only going to get paid $2 million for the next 10 years. You just can't believe it. You can't believe it. I, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get how these guys get $700 million. Well, it's a smart deal for him. Oh, of and, course. Uh, but how the and, hell do you get and he was gonna, and he, million? And he was going to do that with any team. That's and, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous, I should say. And, and a guy like him who's already going to get $40 million endorsements a year, it makes sense. It's like a grind thing. Why touch your contract when you can make the endorsements deal if you're smart enough to live off your endorsements? And I believe they were just talking about before, in California, after a certain period of time, the there's a tax like credit where like you defer your money, you won't get hit as much as you would if he was getting made $70 million this year. So, well, good smart- for Shohei. He got his big contract. It was the worst-kept secret in baseball. We knew the Dodgers yeah. were going to be one of the favorites, and it happened last week. Speaking of endorsements and advertisements, they better start doing something with my boy, TC, Tommy Cutlets, because he might have something going right now. But think about it. Let's think about this. The Giants a couple weeks ago, we were talking that they were in the running for the number one pick. They've, to some, many people believe they were the worst team in the league, Ted. And now three weeks later, the New York Giants are on a three-game winning streak and only a game back, believe it or not, of the NFC final wildcard spot. Wow. Ted, when we think about this story, we think about how great it's been. Tommy Cutlets, you got the whole fans, you got the whole family there, you got your father, you got everybody going like this now, everybody's buying into the hype, everybody's buying into... The movement, I guess, of Tommy Cutlets, Tommy DeVito, I should say. You see his agent. He had Ted's suit on. Ted, he had your suit on, the agent. You're literally your suit. The suit that Ted, that we never want Ted to wear, but yet Ted has still, if he wanted to bring it out. That was Ted last night. He just had a bigger nose and he had, and you had, you have more facial hair, but not by much. That's, that's saying a lot. What? That I have more facial hair. (laughs) That's saying a lot, yeah, because if it was me, it's different. Me, I I look gross right now, Ted. I look gross. I need a haircut. I desperately need a haircut. I can't wait to get one. But, Ted, we think about this We think about this whole run right now that the Giants are on, and we think about this run that Tommy Cutlets, Tommy DeVito has been on. It only can make me think, Ted, do you think this is a legit – do you think this is legit, this story of what he's doing? 
Or is this just another New York story that had the crowd of New York, the city, the state of New York in a buzz not too long ago in another sport, basketball? I think you know where I'm going with this. Is this another? And I don't even want to say this because this guy, this kid has delivered. I think last night really proved to me that, hey, this could could be something. This kid could be something. Like anytime you have a situation where I get it, he beat the commanders and he beat the Patriots. Two of the worst teams in football this year, but he plays a team in the Packers last night that's been on a roll. They've been on a roll, and people had a feeling that, hey, maybe this Packers team's starting to get into a groove of things. And you think about it, they go down, they score 22-21. You know the story. Anytime you have to face a situation like that for any quarterback, I don't care who you are, Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen, Lamar, Jalen Hurts, and now Tommy DeVito had to deal with the last night. Anytime you're dealing with a two-minute situation – that's a lot of pressure against a team that's been playing well. And Tommy De- DeVito did something that Daniel Jones hasn't been able to do. And he hasn't looked – I mean, you think about Daniel Jones' career and what Tommy DeVito's done in three weeks. He just looks more comfortable all around. But is this just another – I hate to even put it in the same sentence because I love what he's doing. And he's an Italian guy. He's a Jersey kid. But is this like another Lynn Sanity run? where the, the, the state of New York is buzzing, everybody's behind it, the Giants are winning games now, and all of a sudden once oh, a team that wasn't projected to be maybe the number one pick and then the running for a quarterback is now at pick 10 or something and looking like they could just add players and maybe be like, hey, they're eight. They're eight. Okay. So think about it. Is this just another – is this legit or is this another quick little happy uh, flash in the pan for us New York fans because there hasn't been much to celebrate? Well, I mean, I guess you can tell we're brothers and think alike because um, I couldn't think of the name, but that's exactly when you were starting to ask a question before you reference it. That's exactly where I was going to go. I thought I of it last this, night. I, I think of this as, and I didn't think about it. I just thought about it just now as you were speaking about it. I think this is a perfect win sanity thing. I think it's a, it's a flash in the pants, but I think it's a great thing flash for the in Giants. The pants? Did you say flash pants? In the pants. Yeah, no, it's flash a flash in the pants. pan, Ted. Yeah, flash in the pants. Ted said flash in the pants. Hey, Whoa, change, Ted! Easy cowboy. Hey, gotta get excited once in a while, <laughs> and that's and that's what that's what Tommy DeVito is doing for the New York fans, flashing in the pants about getting everyone excited. It's it's a it's a great story. I think what this proves is he's a viable quarterback for the NFL. Is he a permanent starter? Probably not. More likely not. No, but he what he proves is he can play in this league, right? And it makes us as fans right now enjoy the moment of watching the New York Giants, right? I mean. We were at one point or another like, I got to watch six, seven more weeks of this. Like, you know, just terrible. But now it's it's fun to watch. Like, it's kind of – remember the movie Whoopi Goldberg where she's the coach for the New York Eddie. Knicks? Eddie. Eddie, right? And, like, it's, they're all making fun. It's a joke. And they're like, ah, you know, these guys ain't too effing bad. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. they're actually kind of excited. So it, you could tell the excitement's in the crowd. You could see it last night. I told Paul, I was like, damn, I wish we went to that game last night. Not that the New England game wasn't great, but last night's game was great, not knowing how the game was going to end. But – Great game. It, what it does is two things. One, it proves that the Giants have a backup quarterback, at least for next year. They have a viable backup quarterback, and if we've seen anything this in this league this year, it's very important to have a good backup. We've seen multiple quarterbacks this year go down, mm-hmm. be out for multiple weeks, or be out for the season, as we just saw today and heard on the news. Justin Herbert is now out for the season. Mm-hmm. What it also pro- what it also does is helps Daniel Jones out because it proves that he doesn't have to worry about losing his starting job to a top two pick next year. Because we were at the rate where, like you said before, when you started the conversation, is 
where the Giants could be a top one, two, or three pick in this late in this draft class coming up. Right mm-hmm. now they're eight, and I don't see them finishing any lower than four or five. Well, they still got to play the Saints, and they got to play Eagles twice, and then the Rams. All yeah, tough so, games. All teams yeah. that are in, vying for playoff spots position. I, do I think Tommy DeVito is good? Uh, last night I saw a confidence in him, something that I think is progressing. You could see it. His athleticism, he can run the ball. Uh, he throws the ball. He's a nice little zip. He has, a, he has some nice zip on it. Good zip. Yep. You know he's. But that's the thing, Tim. Why is he? Why is he able to understand this in three in four games? In four games that he started, but Daniel Jones can't get it figured out in five years. Because I think he's playing like Zach Wilson. Who gives a shit, bro? Like I'm playing with house money. Like no one. Are we talking about Devito? Are we talking about Daniel? Tommy Devito. Yeah, bro. Like you don't. Why is Daniel Jones? Why is Daniel Jones not? Too much pressure. Too much pressure. Being the guy, the thing, the money, everything else. He's not playing like. Oh my God, I'm gonna lose my job. Look how good Zach Wilson. I told you. Look how good Zach Wilson. Like if Zach Wilson could give this team half of that all the time, he would be a good number two pick. What he proved this week, and I was like, wow, that's why we chose him. Like Zach Wilson was one of the best quarterbacks in the league this week, yeah. performance-wise, in awful weather. And mm-hmm. don't tell me he played against a bad defense because the Texans' defense has been really good this year. So what it showed to me last night was a confidence. Listen, they still can't run the ball that great. I no. can't believe we had to go through that last night with Saquon fumbling with no one touching. Uh, I was like, oh, my God. I was like, typical. I was like, this is just like the typical Giants. Eli Manning, slide at Philly, remember? Sunday night football, slides and fumbles. Daniel Jones, wide open, just a bunch of green grass, and he tripped over himself. Evan Ingram. I mean, it's it's happened countless amount of times to the Giants. Listen, it's a it's a great story, bro. Don't get me wrong. I love it. It 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 was fun watching him. He looks good. The offense still has let's 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 face it. We have one good offensive lineman. We don't really have a stout. We don't have any stellar receivers. We have a bunch of guys that can play the game of football. I think Wondell Robinson, if he stays healthy, could be a very, he's not very a stud, nice. So I'm not. I'm not saying he's like a number one. I'm saying he he can be a legit. He's uh, vital. A, a, he's a number two. He could be a great slot receiver. And yeah. you know how valuable slot receivers yeah, are, so man. He could be a nice. He could be a nice piece, like a Hunter Renfro that can get you catch. What's wrong game. with that? Nothing. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, what's wrong Renfro? with having a guy like Wes Welker or something yeah, like that? Got, I mean, it you got Jalen Hyatt, who's supposed to have this, who has the speed. I like to see him focus on the ball and catch every ball that's thrown to him when it hits him in the hands. Yeah, they need a tight end. We know that they need more offensive linemen. Listen, they're they're a work in progress. To think that they shouldn't beat the Jets in Buffalo. Listen, I always go back to that because they could have seven, eight wins. They'd right be now. seven and six right now, which is remarkable. They'd be in the playoffs easily. Be in the they're they're six. They'd or be, seven. Yeah, they'd be the. I think they'd Do be I, the six seed. Well, Minnesota is seven and six. Green Bay is still in the playoffs at six and seven. I think they're the seventh. So they would definitely be in the playoffs. Listen, it's a great story, man. Do I think he's their starting quarterback next season? No, but I think the Giants can move on from Tyrod next year. They got a a, a, a viable backup quarterback. Worst case scenario, if Daniel Jones can't cut it, they could still draft a guy if they really choose to. Even though I don't think they will, but mm-hmm. it's definitely an option. I think the giants, depending on how he plays out the next three to four weeks, it's listen, my idea would be like, Hey, give him at least a chance to, for the starting position next year, even though money talks and we know that's how it works where it's like, Hey, I'm paying one guy $40 million yeah. and one guy 500,000. But guess what? If every team followed that Brock Purdy wouldn't be the quarterback for San Francisco. I'm just saying Brock Purdy's doing it. I mean, I get it. He's got the weapons galore over in San Fran, but I mean, here's his numbers. Nice, so here's 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 what Tommy DeVito's done. The Giants, are, Giants look. The Giants are fun to watch right now. I mean, so this is this is what DeVito's done his last three weeks. 
So he's got five touchdowns, no picks. Yeah, he didn't when get sacked the, last Washington, night either. Washington, he was 18 to 26, 246, 69.2 completion percentage. Not a bad day. New England, 17 to 25, 191. You were at that game. Wasn't much excitement. Last night, this is where it gets this is where I like to see. 17 to 21, 81 completion percentage, 158 yards, a touchdown. Also ran the ball. I think it had like 70. 70 yards. Yeah, it's 70 yards rushing. He was the leading rusher for the Giants, I think, or yep. was it safe? Yeah, so, this is a guy that, like, look, undrafted guy, out of Jersey, played at Syracuse, played in Illinois, came from Don Bosco. I mean, the hometown guy, hometown kid, living out the dream, playing the New York Giants. I get it. It's all fun and games. Like, he's living with his mom. He's it, he's doing all whatever, saving money. But, like, you think about it. Last night, that last-minute drive, man. Like against a Green Bay Packer team, like I said, that was starting to get going offensively. And just as overall a team, they started to find their identity. I know they had a few pieces out. Jai Alexander was out, Christian Watson, Aaron Jones. So let's just say some big pieces for that team overall. That was out last night. But Tommy DeVito making that throw to Wondell Robinson, like that one specific throw, it was just a beauty of a throw. In stride, Wandell catches a huge first down, sets up the Giants for a field goal. I really thought Reggie or Randy Bullock or Reggie, whatever the hell his yeah, name Randy is. Bullock. Randy Bullock was going to miss again. I was like, I, I, I never liked him, never thought he was a great, great kicker, but hey, he got the job done. But just to see this kid living out his dream, playing and and delivering for the Giants. They're in a three-game winning streak, and I get it. It's against Washington. Washington's not a good football team. The Patriots, they're in the running for the number one pick. But then last night, and I get it with the injuries that they dealt with, but you beat a team that was, I still believe is, I think the seven seed or maybe just, just they're, the, they're in the seven seed of the playoffs. They're still the seven seed right now. Yeah. Okay. okay. I didn't know because I know the Rams are six and seven too. There's other teams that are six and seven that uh, are still in the running cool. The Seahawks. But that's, that was, that's something like, I get it. If he lost last night and still had that opportunity and they ended up losing the game. Okay. But Rams, the way that he Rams came down, eight. No, no pressure. Like no pressure. The guy's just doing his thing, playing football, and, and he delivered for them. And to see that, I get it. Lynn Sanity was the same thing. He delivered for the for the Knicks at the time, beating game, winning games, going one on one with Kobe, having a better game. I remember the the Garden was rocking. People in the NBA were loving the were loving it. Trevor. But maybe the Giants and Devito is something. Maybe maybe there is something more because Brian Dable. I mean, with what he has to work how, with, with much, a depleted much, offensive line, more? with receivers that are a bunch how of two and threes, fours, and and Tommy DeVito, given the chance, and he, he delivered for him. Well, now and that's game, all you can ask for for a guy. Well, this game this week now even makes even more importance because now you're playing Hell the Saints. yeah. And the Saints are right above you in the playoffs. I was just looking at the standings right the now. The whole NFC South outside of the Panthers is above the Giants yeah. because they're all six and seven. There's like six teams that are six and seven right so, now. So there's Tampa Bay, six and seven. Who's to say the Giants can't win with the way that their defense has been playing also? Like, and, and their defense and is playing well. And, and then you got the Rams, which you play. So you're you're at the Saints. You're at the Eagles. All right? Yeah. And then you got to play the Rams. And then you, you got to play the Rams at home, and then you're home against the Eagles. And now, the Eagles are probably going to be a full strength, too, because of the fact the that they're fighting for – yeah. And the Eagles are going to have to play a bo- play both games. Like, the importance of them. Every game of from all these games, the Giants are playing the Saints. They're in right, fighting for so a division the thing, title. The Giants are playing playoff-type games the next four weeks. And so it, is, 
But here's the thing. So is all the other teams playing, too. No, I know. What I'm saying is, though, where we were having this conversation three, four weeks ago when we were barely doing a show, and you're like, what the hell do you want to talk about? I'm like, I don't I don't really know. I mean, what, what are we gonna, we're just going to keep beating down the Giants to say the same shit that everyone else says, that they stink? Yeah. We know they stink. We're going to repeat the same thing to everyone else. Now it's like, okay, we got something to talk about. Like, it, it's exciting. You know, it's something where, like, you Who's just say they can't beat the Saints. And, 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 and here's the thing can the Giants, realistic question is, can the Giants realistically ride this momentum, this storyline to a playoff berth? Can they? Because you definitely tell, you look at the locker room, you definitely tell there's a, an excitement. They're, they're feeding behind this, kind of like you were saying with Lynn Sandy, where the team, I think the Knicks got hot. Oh, yeah, they, they did. They ended up making the playoffs or something. And they didn't do much, but still, that team wasn't that good. But, they got to the playoffs and made it exciting for the team and the and and the they fans. They fed off of they fed off of. The, I mean, you look at this team. week. You look at this weekend. The Jets won Sunday. The Giants won Monday. Doesn't happen often, but they both won this weekend. Both quarterbacks look really good in their performances. Though I wanted to go back for a second before we change subject. Is depending on where the next four games go. I feel like I've seen better play and more confidence in Tommy DeVito. And Daniel well, Jones in five years. Daniel Jones in four or five. But that's what I said earlier in the show. Like his run, last, his run last, his run last night. I thought he scored. I thought. He scored. I wish he did. And, and oh. he ran. But Ted, that's what I was I saying mean, early in the Daniel show Jones, too. Daniel Jones doesn't run with. He runs. But like that's that's what I'm trying to say. How come Tommy DeVito? And maybe you answered it. How come Tommy DeVito in four effing games? Plays the way he's been playing, but Daniel Jones in five years still can't figure his shit out. The only time I think I seen Daniel Jones play that well last was year was last year. Twice was last year. That was it. That was it. Maybe the game when I went to his rookie first ever start against Tampa Bay, where he <laughs> played pretty well. But considering a guy who was drafted six overall, with this considering a guy that's getting paid forty million a year, who cares the money? Really, at this point, who gives a shit about? But we're, we're, but we're now looking at the con- now really, looking at it, what he's become. It doesn't really matter. At the end of the day, it's just perform. And he has not performed. And I mean, I'm thrilled that the Giants are winning. I know that people are. Daniel Jones should be sending Tommy DeVito a big Christmas gift and say, thank you for saving my job. (laughs) I know that people are upset about the Giants winning. If they lose the last couple weeks with the Bears winning and playing much better lately, the Patriots won this week and the Jets are winning, the Giants easily could have had the – they're not going to get the number one pick. Because Carolina is just absolutely atrocious. But they could have had – They really are the worst team. But they – I mean – What's the standings? Who, so Carolina's one and twelve. Arizona has three wins. The Giants have five. So realistically, the Giants easily and who's New England has three wins. But don't forget, they still oh, have. Here's the, thing. the Giants would easily be the number two pick because they would have lost to New England, they would have lost to the Commanders, yeah. they lost to the Jets, and then last night's loss. The Giants easily would be the number two pick with three wins, two or three wins, mm-hmm. and we'd be like, all right, we're in the Drake, we're getting Drake May, and we're like. You know, Who's to say um, that the Giants still don't make a move up to go get a quarterback? I don't think they have the assets, and I don't. Th- and I don't think. Oh, well, they got two second round picks now thing. that are becoming well, very valuable. Well, here's the thing: it doesn't give a sh- don't matter. The Giants are a second round pick. Trust me, people love okay. se- people love draft picks. Here's the thing: Gi- so the Giants team's going to run up to go get a quarterback when they have so many other holes. I get it. I get but it. Here's the thing. Go look at what Carolina did from nine to one last year. That's what the Giants would have to go up to at least two, and you'd have to go up to either New England, Arizona, and is New England really going to go back? No. 
They're taking New England. Yeah. New England yeah. going to go back to nine when they have an opportunity to get Drake May a quarterback for the future? No. All I'm saying uh, is, as a Giants, they gave Daniel Jones, and who's the receiver that they're going to get? Like you know, what I mean? like last year they gave up what two first round picks? What was it? Four total picks and DJ Moore, I believe it was. Yeah. I mean, I probably should have it written down in front. I mean, of me, but as I- a Giant fan, I'm happy. I'm happy that Tommy DeVito is delivering. It's a beautiful thing to see. I always like to see the Giants win. I get it. The Giants haven't played well this year for majority of it, and I understand. And people are frustrated yeah, about it. Fun, bro. But I, I don't want the Giants lose at this. Point. I don't want to keep. To, I mean, with the way that the past ten years has gone for this franchise, I know that they made the playoffs last year and they made it in 2016. But for majority of that past since their Super Bowl season, the past eleven years, they've been god awful. And for them to win and stay competitive and play the way they've played the past three weeks, I don't care what their schedule. Their schedule is their schedule. I don't care if they had to play the Commanders and the Patriots. Their schedule is their schedule. They beat a solid team last night in Green Bay that's been playing, uh, improving each and every week, Jordan Love included, in the team, and they won. A big game on Monday night, and they still their season is still in has some sort of hope, I should say. Has hey, some listen, sort of hope, and to Tommy DeVito has been a big part, and the team, and the everybody's feeding off of it. Win. That's the thing; everybody is feeding off of it, and listen, that's a great thing. And as a Giant fan, I couldn't be any happier. Go into the playoffs, Dallas be the two seed, and go beat Dallas in the wild card round, seven two. Tommy DeVito, there you go. There's my storyline: beat Dallas. Screw them. Love and I would love it more than so right now. Though right now they're playing other than the 49ers and the 49ers are healthy. There's no better team right now in football than the Dallas Cowboys. I'm so glad you brought up the NFC Ted because I think the NFC we've been talking about it for majority well, of this well, season. The, the NFC, the uh, NFC I, hold on, fun. hold on. You gotta wait for me. The NFC right now looks like because Philly's getting the past two weeks, Philly looks a whole different team right now, especially with what's been going on. Their defense has problems. Their offense can't move the ball. Jalen Hurts doesn't look like Jalen Hurts of last year. That's what happens when everything is perfect and it's not anymore. I you think start to, you start to see you start to see things. I get it. He's well, been dealing with injuries. But I also you lose two coordinators too. That's, I get it. But hey, when you're that good, like everybody thinks Jalen nah, Josh Allen did Josh Allen didn't look that good when you lost Brian Dable. He still threw for 40. To, okay, so so he had more so he had more turnovers. Jalen Hurts, you know how many turnovers he has this year? He's 15 plus. What the hell is that? But we don't what, talk about yeah, because it. Because he's not, not running saying, the ball. He's not this running is, the ball. I'm not even talking about the NFCs. What I was trying to do is is how Ted brought this in. Uh, other than the Cowboys and the 49ers, they look good. And looks like right now it could be a two-team race unless, unless Philly figures the shit out. Because right now, if I had to pick, the NFC is clearly looking like a two-team race. Oh, until yeah. Philly, like I just said, repeat myself. Gets the gets it going, gets to what it's been going for the past couple of years. Well, they're scheduled. But then, but then you look at what the AFC is currently on display, and and last night could be the perfect example of why this AFC. I can't tell you who's going to be playing on Super Bowl Sunday in the AFC. I don't know who's going to be the AF, AFC champions. As of right now, December 12th to 2023, you can't tell me right now that, hey, that's the team that's going to represent the AFC. Because there's if a, I go through the main teams oh, right there's now. 11, there's 11 teams in the AFC right now that are realistically in the Super in the playoff race. I'm not talking. Hold on. The other four are out. The Chargers are now eliminated. They're the 12th seed, the 13th. Hold on. I don't. The Raiders are eliminated, the Jets, the Titans, the Patriots. So that means the Bills, who are the 11th, All Bengals, right. who are the 10th, Broncos there nine, Texans eight. I'm not talking seven. about that. What I'm no, trying to say what is, what I'm saying is, all those teams have possible have all realistic okay. chance of going to the playoffs. Bowl. But what no, I'm trying to say is, the Super Bowl. 
No, they don't. What I'm trying to say is really the Bills no. don't have a chance to make the Bills support. are the only team out of all those teams. I think if Stroud comes back and depending what happens, the Texans could win one or the two. The Texans games. just got their asses kicked last week with Stroud as quarterback. Okay, but guess what? We know the playoffs are different. The Titans just went down to Miami for less than four minutes and thirty seconds. We just lost watched the Chiefs lose multiple games. But here that's what I'm trying to say the, is the that the Ravens should have lost to the Rams this weekend. But that's what I'm trying to say is that when you look at this AFC picture right now, the and Broncos it's been always give the Chiefs a run. It, that's, it's I'm been gr- it's been great. The AFC has been excellent this year because and it's been panned it's been bedlam. It can say anything you want because each and every week, I know Baltimore is ten and three right now. But Baltimore Joe has a, like, Joe Facco looks like the old, what two thousand eleven quarterback. Bal- yeah, the Baltimore team? has their moment. Baltimore has their inconsistent moments. They should, like Ted said, they should have probably lost against the Rams if the Rams. But guess what? They found a way to win. Good for them. The Dolphins, ugly, ugly loss last night. The Chiefs. I mean, if Kadarius Tony could just figure out the line of scrimmage, the Chiefs right now would be nine, and we're not Tyree talking about hurt. that. Tyreek Hill got hurt last Tyree night. Tyreek Hill got hurt. hurt. And then you look at you got the teams like the Bills, the Jacksonville Jaguars, like a team that pe- people talk, oh, this is, could be the year. The AFC is just so inconsistent that you can't sit here today and say that that's the team that's going to be playing. I mean, yeah, you, you're going to have two teams playing in the AFC Championship. You don't know who's going to be the one seed as of right now. Because Baltimore, yes, they're the number one seed, but Baltimore still has to play the Dolphins. Then they got to play the 49ers. Then they got to still play the freaking Steelers. I forgot who they played this week, but they have another extremely tough game, too. They got the hardest schedule over me. Trev, they got the Seahawks on Monday Night Football. Oh, no, no, that was the Eagles. No, that's the Eagles. The Eagles Eagles. have the Seahawks. I will tell you right now, Paul, I got it right now. They have one of the hard, they have the hardest schedule moving forward. So who's to say they don't win? If I may interrupt, they're at the Jaguars Sunday night football. That's what I'm trying to say. Then they're so at then they're at the 49ers on Monday night football. Oh no, that's Christmas Day. Yes, Christmas Day. Christmas Monday night, night football. Then they're home against the Dolphins on New Year's Eve and then home against the Steelers. So the next two weeks. And that's what I'm trying to say is that right all now four, and all four teams are the playoff teams. There's always like right now the NFC, you're like, okay, the Niners and the Cowboys look legit. Look like legit. Super Bowl teams that could be representing the NFC Eagles. I'll still put them in there because of the fact that they have the experience, they got the talent, and if they just figure it out defensively, they'll get it going because they have it all to just do what they have to do, and that's getting back to a Super Bowl. The AFC, though, you got pros, and then you got a lot of uh, cons. You got the pros in the Baltimore offense, Lamar. They can score well defense, but then you look like, the next week, oh, it's inconsistency. It's, you just don't know what Baltimore's going to show up. Miami, they have the four by one hundred relay team. Yeah, when Tyreek Hill gets over hundred yards, you don't, two you don't trust. Their defense has been playing a lot better well, since Tyreek Tyreek Hill goes over hundred yards. You know, and then they were undefeated. They were undefeated at home. They should have been last night. Only other team to be home was Dallas undefeated. And then, like I'm also trying to just finish well, up with the Bills. This, is that the Bills. I'm trying to finish up with this. The division, the Chiefs. The Chiefs have Mahomes, Andy Reid, all that. Yeah, but you don't even, the, you're, talking, you're talking about the division leaders, but you said it's I'm not talking. I'm talking about the teams. I'm talking, talking about the real the realistic candidates to make the Super Bowl. Yes, Denver's been great. I get it. They're seven and six. All of a sudden, they're one game back in the AFC West. I still don't believe in them enough to put them in that category of that's a team that could play in the AFC. Yeah, they're in the team that's Going to make possibly the playoffs, but they're in that same group, like with the Bengals. Like, I'm going to put the Bills out of all those seven and six teams, I'll put the Bills over them because the Bills can do what they just did 
to anybody like they did on Sunday. They should have beat the Eagles last week. They beat the Chiefs. I mean, but they also lose to the Broncos, lose to the Giants, lose to the Jets in week one. I get it. Oh, well, that's what I'm saying. Okay. Yeah, but they I know. Beat the, they they beat the Giants, the Giants. But they should have lost to the Giants. It's like, that's what I'm trying to say is that the Bills out of all those seven, six teams are the one team that I can be like, yes, that's the team that I will put my money on out of that group. But then you look at the rest of them. The Dolphins, I've been telling you. It's a reason why I've been telling you that the Dolphins are just the Dolphins. Talented, speed, but their execution and their late game management is why I'll never be able to say I can fully trust them in winning a Super Bowl. Okay, so that's a that's just the truth. The Chiefs, the Chiefs don't have a number one receiver. Kelsey's has a, when they when Kelsey's getting guarded, double teamed. They need to go to another guy. Now Rasheed Rice has been delivering for them, but they don't have anybody else. Okay, and Patrick bad. Mahomes can't do all, work all his magic now. So. And so, that's all I'm trying to say is that yeah, the AFC is like if you had to pick, you can't just say confidently, yes, yes, that's who I'm going to pick. You just yeah. can't. The, I mean, the nice thing you see this week is the three Saturday games coming up. All three, all three games are playoff games. Minnesota and Cincinnati, both playoff teams. Pittsburgh and Indianapolis, that's a playoff game right there. Both teams are at the five and six mark. And then Denver and Detroit, both playoff games. All three games Saturday have implications toward the playoffs. And then I was just looking at the schedule while you were kind of bebopping around. Sunday, you know, you got your regular one o'clock games. Nothing's really exciting in the one o'clock window. Really nothing. I mean, uh, I'm just looking at my right. Tampa Bay, Green Bay. It's a playoff matchup, but we'll see what happens. Kansas City, New England, whatever. Uh, but the four o'clock window, it really, it's 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 one game. It's it's Dallas at Buffalo. That's the four twenty-five. San Francisco plays Arizona. Washington Rams. And then the late game, Baltimore, Jacksonville. But you're talking the next couple of weeks. All these matchups are going to play out. We've talked about this. Yeah. The Bengals play the Chiefs. The Chiefs play Miami, and, mm-hmm. and they got Jacksonville this week. And you know, and, and then Buffalo still got to play Miami and and Dallas. Buffalo and, plays Dallas this week. Yes, I just told game. you four twenty-five game. Yeah. That's a huge, game. huge game at Buffalo. At Buffalo, Buffalo's home. Dallas goes up to I'm Buffalo. Telling you, Buffalo's going to win this game. Um, you know, you got Seattle and Philly, Baltimore and Jacksonville. That's the Saturday games are all playoff games. Let's see. And I'm just going to scroll one more. Give me that's week. Can't believe we're in week 15, but like then next week, next week, we got one Thursday matchup saints Rams. Saturday. There's only two matchups. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Cincinnati Pittsburgh at four 30 and then eight o'clock Buffalo at the chargers, which that should have been a good game, but not anymore. Cause Herbert's out for the year. Mm-hmm. Yo, do you know on Christmas day, there's three, there's three games. Is there? At 1 o'clock, it's Raiders at the Chiefs at 1 o'clock. 4.30 on Christmas Day, Giants at Philly. 8.15, Baltimore at San Francisco. Guess I know what I'm doing on Christmas Day. Yeah, I'll be working and watching football. Um, Dallas plays at Miami at 4.25 this Sunday. Jacksonville, Tampa, Green Bay, Carolina. I'm just looking to see. But all these games overall, like there's so much implication still left. Like, yeah, because, yes, because yes window, we're in week eight. Yes, we're going into week 15, but these next three weeks or four weeks, I should say, there is so much to unravel because we still do not know. Like, I get it. San Fran has been kicking the shit out of everybody. Dallas has been kicking the shit out of everybody. But we don't know who's going to be the one seed. Right now, it's San Fran because of the head-to-heads over Dallas and San Fran. And then the AFC, everything is going to play out. But if I could tell you right now, on December 12th to 2023, I can't tell you that, like, that's the team that's going to be the number one seed. And then I definitely can't tell you 
that that's the team that's going to represent the AFC. That's what I've been saying to you, though. Miami doesn't make the playoffs. This is the year that I truly believe a wild card team could be the team, and I'm been I'm sticking with. I know I picked the Bengals in the beginning of the year, but the Bengals losing Joe Burrow changes everything. I'm telling you, Buffalo. I know it's all, and I keep telling Buffalo each and every yes, week, and you think now, bro, you I'm almost think I'm a Buffalo. You I, almost think I, I'm. I'm not. I, no, but I've been saying it. I'm. I had I'm, Buffalo 49ers in the Super. Bowl. I get it. Here, I had them too. You really don't know who's going to make the playoffs right now, and you don't know any of the seeds. You, well, really you have a don't good know. feeling of who's going to make the playoffs. It's just what the seeding is going. Know, no, I mean, you don't. No, it's just the seeding. Miami the could. There's a chance that Miami could make the playoffs. Go look in their schedule. They'll probably win one. They'll probably, but there's a chance. I mean, you don't know. Buffalo's hot when one game, one or two, they look good against Eagle. Okay, one game, they get beat by Dallas, and then they lose to Miami, then they're not in the playoffs. You know, in Cincinnati, and then Pittsburgh. How good is really Pittsburgh? They stink. And Cincinnati with Browning, and then Denver with Russell Wilson, and then you got Trevor Lawrence still dealing with a high ankle injury, and they're kind of inconsistent. And then Stroud's dealing with a concussion protocol, so you don't really know what about that. But like you you- got, hold on. Then you got Gardner Minshew in there, and we know that, Trev. We don't trust him. So you you're top I, heavy. Only, you know the top heavy team. I think the only two teams that you can guarantee that are be in the playoffs and going to be in the title game or close to is Patrick Holmes and the Chiefs, and Baltimore Ravens and Lamar. That would be my two only like asterisks where I'd be like, right, those two te- teams are guaranteed. The other teams I don't guarantee. I don't guarantee Miami wins a division. I don't guarantee they make the playoffs. I don't know what happens with the AFC South. There's three teams all viable, mm-hmm. you know, and then we know. Really, it's just Denver in the West now because Herbert's out. They're they're god awful. That's that's a firing. That's a why whole... is Brandon Staley still a coach right now? Because that's not gonna I fire him now. Know. There's no point in it right now. Let's finish out. Fire the his ass. He should have been fired three years ago. Well, that means he wouldn't have a awful. job. He's an awful coach. It was He's a buffoon. Well, he got he got the job because he was a hot defensive coordinator off of Sean McVay. That's great. No different than when Bill Belichick yeah, and his Kyle Shanahan's guys got taken away. But he's an idiot. That's a difference. He's an idiot. His coaching decisions. I don't know if he's not an idiot. His coaching decisions have been pretty bonehead, if you ask me. That's all I'll say. I just think they need to regroup that that entire team. Shed them. Nick Joey Boza. Time to cut his ass. Trade Justin Herbert for the number one pick. Who? The Giants. Giants should just go get Justin Herbert. Yeah, we wish. No one's trading. Here's the thing, and that's what I like about some of the conversations I hear on the other shows are. There's like four or five quarterbacks that are guarantees and quarterbacks that you're just not trading. You're just not trading. Really. So who are the you know, four or five? Lamar, Mahomes, Burrow, Allen, Trevor Lawrence. Is that it? Yeah, I guess so. I the, the next group that I would be where I, the package would have to be substantial would be like a Dak, Herbert, Hurts. I just want to see what Stroud would be in that next. Group. I think Stroud's better than all those quarterbacks. And, and Stafford, Stafford would be in that next group. Um, I can't believe then, Stafford's still going. And then everyone else, everyone else is like, listen, we don't have the guy. We we're, we're trying to do everything we can to surround him, like the Seahawks. You know, drafting you know receiver and a defensive back, or like you know, oh, listen, Brock Purdy's great. I get it. I love it. He's outstanding. But listen, when you can surround. Him with the when everything around you is perfect, I don't have a problem with that. That's what the Eagles do, that's what the Cowboys do. That's what I'm saying. When everything around you is perfect, everything goes when Mahomes was when Mahomes was great. You had Tyreek and Kelsey and this and that, you know what I mean? Like, that's what you want, bro. Like, I don't understand why people get so, oh, Brock Purdy's got okay. 
Hurts has got that. Dallas it's not his. Got, it's not his fault. Dallas has been trying to bring in a number two. They got Brandon Cooks, and they got. I Ferdinand. think people get annoyed though with the fact. Two. I mean, said, two. Think about two. You brought in Jalen Waddle. But here's the argument for when people get ticked off about guys like that. When you say all oh, Purdy and Hurts or like Dak, because you just got to look at this. You look at everything that's around them. Like you got the forty. All those three teams, stout offensive lines. Great weapons on the perimeter. Those, those teams are all in the NFC. Legit, legit have great running backs in the backfield too. Stout defenses, playmakers, star talent all around the field. Everything works top, for you. When everything's working, it's like Alabama. What like I always like Hurts. Guys like Hurts and guys like Hurts and Purdy. Like I get it. They're they've been great. They've been excellent, outstanding quarterbacks. But they fit their system. They fit their team. I just am curious to know why people get ticked off nowadays or to answer your question, why people bitch and moan about it is because the fact they'd be like, well, what if we, he would, what would Brock Purdy or Jalen Hurts look like if he was playing on a Carolina Panthers team? Or what would Dak Prescott look like if he was playing on a New England Patriot team? Well, currently? I mean, I put it this way. That, that's what I'm, that's why people get ticked off well, because also, everything their their environment is perfect. Well, I would say, look at Mahomes. Look how much more pedestrian Mahomes looks this year. With no receivers, no yeah. But gear. what was the what? What happened last year? Kelsey was healthier. Kelsey was healthier. I, I get that, but still, and, and, he, and, with, Ju, and with Juju and the guys, nah. they had, there was a better cohesiveness. Come on, who's their number one, bro? Tony's I mean, you probably there. say Rasheed Rice. I more has never taken that next step. Rasheed you would Rice. say Rasheed Rice, probably. Juju's been there, so you've been there. There's other guys. I mean, think about it. We talked about Buffalo. Rasheed Rice is better than Juju right now. You know, you don't think you don't think uh, what's McCall? You don't think Buffalo would love to have a number two to compliment Stephon Diggs? Well, they were hoping Gabe I mean, Davis nice, would be that, but he's not that. They don't have no running game. James Cook has been a nice, but you—that's what happens when you pay these big-time quarterbacks. You can't have all these top prospects. That's why I was saying to one of my guys last night, the Dallas thing, now that I look at more and more, it has to be a must-win this year. Like, there has to be a must-win Super Bowl because my question to – they're going to extend my, my My question to, like, Adam Schefter and other guys who are much more smarter than us and involved in this is – Well, they're more money. They know the more money well, behind Well, here's it. the thing. Dak, if he wins – right now, Dak's on the point to win MVP of the league and win the Super Bowl. If Dak wins Super Bowl and MVP this year, like MVP of the league and wins the Super Bowl, he's going to crush the contract. He's going to crush whatever is whoever has the highest contract. He's mm. going to crush it. That, that's just the way it's going to be. Mm. But then you know who else is crushing it this year and is a top two, three receiver this year? CeeDee Lamb. Oh, yeah, Lamb. yeah. Yeah, of course. Lamb. So CeeDee Lamb is going to want 25 to $30 million. Oh, he's going to want, yeah, more than $25 million. Okay, and here's the other thing. What do you do about one of the best defensive players in the league? Mm-hmm. How long are you going to hold on to him or prolong his contract? Yeah, you have. They have because two. They have know. two. Su- they have two superstar talents that they still have to pay. Three. Well, Dak. I Dak is because I, I take I take Dak out of the picture because you know that they're going to pay him. It just comes down to, and you would assume they're going to pay da- uh, CD. And Micah, they're not going to let those two guys walk. But how much are you willing? I just don't understand how they can do that with paying like they paid up Zach Martin. Well, how did the Rams do it? How did the Eagles do it? How did these teams figure it out financially? The Rams didn't have as many as these guys have. Dallas. I mean, they. I mean, they were signing. Zach Martin's like the highest paid guard in the league. They were signing left and right. Tyron Smith, Stephon Diggs has got a huge contract. Stephon Diggs, Trayvon Diggs. Oh, Trayvon Diggs. I apologize. Thank you. Demarcus Lawrence. Unless he's off the books, like Zach Martin. Oh, you know who they might also have to pay too? Who's the kid, kid Trey Smith? 
Do you know? Or the, yeah, he's uh, yeah. Kansas and then City. Powers on a franchise. Uh, franchise Terrence Steele, you mean? You mean Terrence Steele? Terrence Steele. Thank you. Thank you. What was gonna, you know? Do you know who they also might have to pay too? They're not because he's had an outstanding year for them. Jake Ferguson. No, Deron Bland. Oh, Tra- Jake Ferguson. Hey, I mean, Jake Pollard. Ferguson, you might have to, because he's Tony been, Pollard. I mean. Tony Pollard's on a franchise tag. So Dallas is going to be like in a, uh, that's, kind that's of in a bind, because if they win, because if they win the Super Bowl, it's almost like, I get it, if they won the Super Bowl, for me, it'd be the worst thing. But if for them, if they won a Super Bowl, yeah, you'll win the Super Bowl, but. It that's might take a bit. It might have a greater hit to your franchise oh. with winning a Super Bowl because of the fact that we've been talking about Dak extension for a while now. Well, if Dak wins the MVP, that alone is going to get you an extension. If you win the Super Bowl on top of it, oh, oh, four hundred million. Oh, good luck. Oh. And then what are you paying? And then Micah's going to be coming. I think CD was drafted before Micah. So yeah, what is, so are you going to pay CD next year? And what are you going to pay him? Because of the years that he's been having, especially this year, he's been other than Tyree Kell and AJ Brown, he's been the best receiver in football. So what are you paying him? 25 million plus. Okay. And Micah, we know what he brings to the table for that defense and what he brings to the table as a whole in the NFL. What are you going to pay him? You pay him thirty million, so those are three guys right there, and that's not including like you just said, Ted, Jake Ferguson. Are you moving on from Tony Pollard because his contract comes up this year? His little his Trev CD has ninety six catches for twelve fifty three. AJ Brown is AJ Brown is two. He has Mm ninety for twelve fifty eight. So five more yards. Yeah. So they put the same. And then Tyree Kill, we know what he does. He's got ninety seven for fifteen hundred yards. So then, what do you do with all the? What do you do with those two guys on top of adding Jake Ferguson, who's had a nice year? Deron Blaine has had a Pro Bowl year. Like, what are you going to do with those guys? Are your offensive line? Like, what do you do with Tony Pollard? Are you giving him a a a deal? Are you going to let him walk, and then you're not going to have no running backs? Like. Dallas, yeah, you might win a championship this year, and it's a real possibility they could, but what do you do after that? And kind of like Buffalo, too. Like, if Buffalo were to win the Super Bowl, what are they going to do? I mean, because they, they do they, yeah, they have, I mean, teams like that have to win. Like the Chiefs, I get it. The Chiefs are not, it's not going their way this year, but it's kind of like the Patriots. They took a little break when, you know, they won their three championships, then they had a long, layoff of winning titles and guess what they eventually got back to it that's what's going on with the chiefs there's no doubt he has to. and then like that's the thing with these teams like the cowboys the dolphins the like the dolphins are going to be one of these teams the Bengals, because what are you going to do with these contracts these guys your superstar talents on your team are you paying to a long term are you going to play jamar chase long term like these are just some of the questions overall that these teams that are in this Window. I want to say a window of the win. Win now, but still the window is there. But you have to win. So what do you do if you're those teams? Like I just said, uh, I don't know. Like Maybe. Buffalo, Dallas, Cincinnati, just Miami, just a few teams because Miami's going to have to pay some of their guys too. Like, are you paying Jalen Waddle? You're going to pay Tua? How much are you paying Tua? These are all questions that are going to have to be asked Tua's and answered sooner than later. Tua's overrated. I wrote it last night on Twitter. I mean, I mean, I've been telling you this. Yeah, I watched him last night. He's slow. He's not, a good, he's not that good of a quarterback. When everything was working, everything goes according to plan. He's slow. 
And when he doesn't have Tyreek Hill, no, that's no why Tyreek Hill deserves more consideration for MVP than Tua does. And if they don't want to, or if you don't want to agree with that, just go look back at last night's game and what that team is without Tyreek Hill. If anything, he's more deserving of a case for MVP. Yeah, just I don't get it, man. But that's what the thing. This season is just like the MVP race because right now you don't know who's going to win it. You might have a few names. You might have Purdy. You might have Dak. I mean, Hertz has fallen. Lamar is still there. Tyreek Hill. We might actually see a receiver. Maybe when the maybe Christian McCaffrey. I mean, it's all up for debate. All I'm saying is you got a month left of this season. And don't and we all football fans, we might have a feel we have a good feeling and a good understanding of who is still who's going to be probably playing come playoff time. We just don't know how all the seeding is going to unravel for these conferences. Make makes the fantasy playoffs, Justin Herb. Yeah. How about winning and then some guy jumping you three spots and not getting in? How about this? Tommy DeVito has a hundred pass rating in each of the last three games. No quarterback in the NFL has a longer streak. I love Tommy DeVito. I and then him. how about this? How about this? The Mets, whatever. I don't know how good this kid is. What Ronnie Marcio, torn ACL, will require surgery. Got hurt last night in the uh, in the uh, league. He's a Mets player. I'm just reading Nolan Riches and uh, <laughs> yeah. Ted, I have to say something to you. Hold on one second. Okay, so he's. Yeah, we're doing something hey. right now. Don't say hold on. I is great a defensive player this week. Miles Garrett was ninety two point zero. Dexter Lawrence ninety one point nine. Stud, superstar. He's, Go a ahead. he's a boost. He's the man. Hey, Dexter, how about this? Dexter. How about this? Daniel Jones on Monday Night Football or primetime? Oh and eight. Tommy DeVito one and oh baby. Whatever. Go ahead. I don't. I don't understand it. I don't understand it. Whatever. Okay, so eleven days from now, there's it's February twenty third or December twenty third. Do you know what December twenty third is, Ted? It's a Saturday. No, it's Festivus. So what I was going to say is to you, you're going to have to come up with, you know what Festivus is. It's the errands of grievance. So you're going to have to tell me a problem you have with sports right now. I have a problem with you. In the 11, yeah, you can tell me if you have a problem with me. In 11 days, we're going to uh, air our grievances of the, of the 2023 sports calendar year. Maybe. No, there's no maybe. We're going I, to. I could not be around. It might not be exactly on Festivus, but it will be the week of Festivus because, like we said, we'll be airing it. But we'll have to. You have to come up with something, just like me, and I'll we'll have you, to come I'll up with something that we have a pro, we have a problem with Sport, of the like sports it. calendar year. You want to make it fun? You want to make it fun? Yeah. Sour cap, cap and baseball eliminate four teams from each major each major sport. Eliminate four NFL teams, four baseball teams, four basketball teams, and four hockey teams, and take those four teams and make them. You'll have the league better because this, the talent wise will be better. Great. Well, you're still going to give me one of your every still- every every year. You should just whoever finishes with the worst records will just have to eliminate your team. Wow! Eliminate a whole franchise. Bye. Like this year, Carolina. No one would care if Carolina's gone. Just take. No one even. How many players really from Carolina would even people take? Brian Burns, and Brian Burns, Shaq, uh, Shaq Thompson, if he was healthy, maybe Derek Brown, J.C. Horn, Adam Thielen at the flex, ah, gets hurt. Jonathan Mingo has been playing well. He's starting to come on. Yeah, yeah. But in that, no, that could go down as the uh, an all time, all time 
bad of a trade. I love, I love it right now. Well, you're going to still have to figure something out because you have 11 days to figure it out. Uh, the errands of grievance. The errands of grievance. Oh, by the way, congratulations to the North Haven Nighthawks as they are back-to-back champions. Who would have thought a uh, baseball town would have back-to-back champions? North Haven Indians. The North Haven Indians. Exactly. I try to be nice, nope, but myself. I know you're. I know I'm not the nicer of the two, so I guess I should be who I am, right? Cracking my knuckles as I speak. Yeah, that's annoying. Oh we man, the Giants. Huh? What'd you say? I, literally this week in fantasy, one fifty-seven point oh four to one sixteen point oh four. It's a forty-one point game. 41 point lead. At least you're in the playoffs, man. You're in the final four. I can't say anything. I'm out. So now he's so I got, let's see, Lamar going against Jacksonville. I like that matchup. McCaffrey versus Arizona. I like that matchup. Zeke versus KC. I don't know. Garrett versus Miami. I don't know. Rashid versus New England. I got to get rid of Brevin Jordan this week. Yep. Hopefully, Dolan Schultz will be back. I love how we're talking about your fantasy team right now, live. Calvin Ridley. I got Sunday night. Saints versus the Giants. Or Dallas versus Buffalo. Decisions, decisions, man. This is huge. Now, this is where the key is. He's got Mahomes, Swift, Mozart. Mozart. He's going against the Jets, so I don't think he'll do much. Kelsey. But he's got Debo going against Arizona. Kelsey. Kelsey going against him. Brandon Cooks against Buffalo. Myers versus the Chargers. Dolphins versus the Jets. And Bucker versus New England. Oh. Well, it's going to be a battle, bro. This week, watch. He'll put up 157. I'll put up 116. Well, you'd probably still win. No, oh, you'd be, be t- you'd be tied. Difference? Can you imagine? We're both 0. 0.04 right now, and like he's like, oh, I got it. <laughs> Frank Frank lost 146 to 85. Yikes! What he is wait? Hold, hold on. What is my projection right now? My projection based on. This week is 280. That's what my projection is. So you projected 130 points, 120 he's proje- points. He's projected 230. You're projected to lose? No, he's projected 230. I'm projected 280. Oh, so you're projected to win by 50. Okay. Well, and and then and then Mikey Gags is projected 264. Frank is projected 225. But but he only scored 85 points this week. He lost wow. 146 to 85. We'll see what happens. Oh my god, me versus Mikey Gags. Time to take these little kids down. <laughs> and and Jack needs if he's watching the show, Jack, it should not be a thousand dollars for first place in three. Oh, stop. You talk, that's that's separately. You don't talk on it live should, about that. You, be, do, you do separately. Get out of here. We're not doing that. You do separately if you got your problems. Nine, you, it should be nine hundred. Air your air your grievances and text I am. If you are. Well, not in public. No, you don't do that. No, you don't do that. There Have some respect. Be, you know what the problem is? The, the lack of respect. You know what? Uh, I'm sorry. I'll be like Patrick Mahomes. I'm sorry. I sh- it wasn't Josh. It wasn't Jack's fault. I apologize. I'm no, you're upset. no. Patrick Mahomes is Karen now. He's you know Karen. what? Have fun in the rain this weekend. See ya. Bye. Who, me? Night. Is that what yeah, you're talking about? Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. I got to go. Hold on. I'm about to sign off. Ladies and sign gentlemen, because Ted's signing off because we got to fly because Ted's freaking out now. With his affliction, his rampage shirt. That's an old. He hung up on me. The bastard hung up on me. Hey, Dad, you're back. <laughs> He's back. Ladies and gentlemen, we're your keys to the city. We'll see you next episode. We are out. You are now in tune to the keys.
Peace to the City podcast.